Today in Science from Wired. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Oh, good. Now there's an outbreak of wildfire thunderclouds. Huge pyrocumulonimbus clouds just formed over fires in the West. Here's why they could become more common on a warmer planet. By Matt Simon. Last week, the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory held a very 2021 press conference in which scientists reported a very 2021 outbreak of smoke thunderclouds. Catastrophic wildfires exacerbated by catastrophic climate change had produced a rash of pyrocumulonimbus plumes over the western United States and Canada, known in the scientific vernacular as pyrocb. You can think of them as like giant chimneys funneling smoke that's being released by the fire up into a thunderstorm, said David Peterson, a meteorologist at the research laboratory during the Zoom press conference. You can imagine this extremely dirty thunderstorm with all these smoke particles of water to condense on. Unlike a typical thunderstorm, though, the resulting water droplets don't tend to get large enough to fall as rain. But it is a cloud that can produce a lot of lightning, Peterson added. These clouds can then advance across the landscape, sparking new wildfires as they go. So not only can the blaze propagate itself by flinging embers ahead of the main fire line, California's wildfires are so deadly in part because of strong seasonal winds that push them at incredible speeds. It can also produce so much hot rising smoke that it in essence recruits the atmosphere to light more fires for it. It's a runaway, self-proliferating machine. The pyrocumulonimbus plumes will also energize the wildfire that spawned them. As the hot air rises away from the fire, air near the ground rushes in to fill the void, supercharging wind speeds at the surface. But because a pyrocb is a thundercloud, it also produces a downdraft along with that updraft, creating extremely irregular wind behavior near the surface. Basically, if you're expecting a pyrocb spawning wildfire to behave in rational ways, marching across the landscape with the prevailing winds, you've got another thing coming. And these pyrocbs can be huge. 
The hotter a wildfire burns, the more rising air it produces. These are pushing smoke upward at extreme velocities, such that they're injecting smoke at altitudes above the cruising altitude of jet aircraft, said Peterson. So we're talking 50, 60,000 feet, potentially. In fact, he says the smoke will actually pour into the atmosphere's next layer, the stratosphere, which is above where weather typically occurs. Peterson added that one pyro-CB that formed in British Columbia in 2017 produced a plume that persisted in the stratosphere for 10 months. Once all these smoke aerosols have made it into the stratosphere, they can have a contradictory effect. Because they can actually block out the sun, they'll cool the landscape underneath, but the plume itself will absorb the sun's energy, warming the air locally to create a thermal bubble. This creates an atmospheric engine that drives a circulation of the smoke, what scientists have dubbed a swirl. So that little engine event created by virtue of putting smoke in the stratosphere leads to its own stratospheric weather said Mike Fromm of the Remote Sensing Division at U.S. Naval Research Laboratory during the press conference. That's a brand new discovery, but it's very real, and we've seen it now in a number of cases. At the end of June, Peterson and Fromm tracked one of the largest pyro-CB plumes ever recorded in North America. The formation of these kinds of clouds may not be a bug, but rather a feature of a climate gone bizarro. We've been in a wave of pyro-CB activity in North America, near daily activity in recent days, Peterson said. This pyro-CB outbreak is actually the latest in a series of pyro-CB outbreaks that we've seen worldwide in recent years. The awful bushfire season of 2019-20 in Australia, for instance, produced 38 of these plumes over the course of just a few days. Siberia, of all places, has also been spawning them as its landscape warms, dries out, and ignites. There have been conspicuously many of them, I would say, over the last few fire seasons, says UCLA climate scientist David Swain, and there's probably a couple of different reasons for that. For one, scientists have just been looking for them more and have developed better detection tools. If a tree falls in a forest and nobody sees it. But now we've got a lot of people hiking through the woods, if you will, says Swain. It may also be the case that there are more trees falling in the woods in addition to there being more hikers. Another key variable is the condition of the atmosphere, which needs to be unstable to spawn any kind of thunderstorm. Typically, the bigger the contrast between the warmer air near the ground and the cooler air above, the more unstable things get. A very intense fire burning under a stable atmosphere won't produce a pyro-CB, but a medium-intensity fire might if the atmosphere is already unstable and the rising hot air gives it a little jolt. That's effectively what these fires are doing. They're giving a kick to the atmosphere, says Swain. Another reason we might be seeing more of these plumes, he says, is that wildfires are simply getting bigger and hotter. If there is an increase in these clouds, the most plausible reason would be an increase in the intensity of the wildfires themselves, says Swain. Indeed, the places that are seeing more of the clouds, Australia, North America, Siberia, are also seeing fiercer wildfires. And there's yet another factor. I think this is because of the record dryness of the fuels, says Craig Clements, a fire weather researcher at San Jose State University. Drier fuels lead to more heat release and more vigorous updrafts that can then penetrate deeper into the atmosphere. Extreme drought in places like the American West has sucked virtually all of the moisture out of the vegetation, priming it to burn. 
More pyro CBs mean more headaches for firefighters who already have to worry about not getting overrun by increasingly massive blazes, much less them spawning lightning that starts more fires. But more pyro CBs could have major consequences for the larger Earth system, too. If we get more of these large outbreaks and we have these plumes that encircle a portion of the globe, as we've seen recently, what does that mean in terms of feedbacks? asked Peterson. Can that cool the surface? Can that affect meteorology? This probably won't be the last of the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory's very 2021 press conferences. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.